Hey everybody, how you doing today? It's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. And uh, today we're titled "The Family of God." And um, you know, it's just been weighing on my mind today. There's just been a lot of spiritual things that God has has put in my path today. Uh, I had to go um, to appointment somewhere, and um, the tattoos on my arms got me started in conversations about God and Jesus and uh, being saved and what do the verses mean and then I get to tell my story about my wife, and oh, it's just, you know, it's just a blessing that it's tough, it's hard. Everybody says, how do you do it? It's hard, and, and I'm not going to lie, it is hard, but you know what? It sure is uh, better to talk about her and smile and share her story with people that it may help them than it is to run around with my head stuck in the ground, crying and pity partying and whoa ho pitiful as me. So um anyway, God put me in places today where um we were able to talk about his grace. And then I spent some time on the phone with my friend this afternoon talking about the way we were raised and the way our families were raised and um, people in our lives. And you know, uh, I made the comment that you've got family, blood family, that you don't want anything to do with. You don't pick your family. You didn't pick those people. They cause you more grief and turmoil than some people on the street because they think they have a right, because they're blood, they have a right to abuse you. But then you've got people who are people you served in the military with or on the police force or work with or wherever, and you've got that blood bond that these people you may not speak to once a year or every six months, but when you pick up the phone, it's like, uh, it's like you've never left. There's no, there's no animosity. There's no, why didn't you call? Why didn't you write? Why didn't you come to visit? There's just, hey, how you doing? What you been into? Hey, guess what I did? Or guess what I bought? Or, you know, it's, it's the way a relationship should be. And you know, and all this had me thinking. You know, we are all, all Christians. We're adopted into the family of God. And we share certain benefits of the adoption of the family of God as heirs Heirs of uh, His grace. Heirs of the adoption. But, you know, 
exegesis is very important. When you're breaking down and studying what a verse, you know, you can't just read a verse. You've got to know why and when and how the verse was written and what context and what was going on in the time. So the verse I'm going to read for you today is Romans 8.15. And then I'm going to explain something to you. It says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. That is the verse before at 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons of God. So if we become Christians, we receive the spirit of adoption, not the spirit of fear, a bondage. And so this is a complex um, breakdown. In the time, in the Roman times, there was a fear of worshiping a god, fear of the retribution that if you didn't do whatever the god wanted and you know whatever they worship, there was fear of plagues and calamities and sickness and all this stuff. But when you get the spirit of adoption with God, you're not you're not threatened with calamities and all these things. You are born into the family of God and you're saved by grace. But there's a deeper context as to what adoption was. You see, in Jewish families, there was no adoption. If you read in the Bible, there was no provisions for adoption for a Jewish child. If if a man had children and he died, his children was taken by his brother or his uncle or his father. They were automatically taken into the family and provided for and cared for. There was no mandatory uh, or optional, I'm saying, optional uh, thing of adoption. Anybody could adopt them. It, it was the family. That was Jewish law. The family took them. They raised them, raised them as their own. But in the Roman times, if a man and a woman had a child... It's kind of weird in a sense. You know, we today, if we have a child, we're blessed. And we look at people like, if they can't have their own children, there's something wrong with them. Uh, but then but then, you go into adoption as a secondary thing to adopt a child. And you put more privilege on the bloodline heir of your family. But in Roman times... If you had a child, you weren't obligated to keep it. If you didn't like it, didn't want it, you could cast it aside. There was no no penalty for doing that. You could throw your child away. If it had a blemish, if it was retarded or or had a missing a limb when it was born, um, Down syndrome, whatever, you had the ability, the option of getting rid of it. And even as that child grew in your family, whatever child you had, if it was born to you and your wife, um, you could disown the child for a variety of reasons. It was not a permanent entitlement being born to that family. But, 
if a child was adopted, that means it was freely chosen and desired by the parents. And if the parents adopted that child, that child would be a permanent part of the family. Parents couldn't disown a child that they adopted. An adopted child would receive a new identity. Any uh, debts or responsibilities or commitments that this child had because of its previous life, when it was adopted, they were erased. It's all gone. Didn't exist anymore. So in ancient Rome, the concept of inheritance was part of life. It was not something that began at death. So, being an adopted son to a Roman uh, patriarch or diplomat or congressman or whatever meant that you were entitled to everything that he had then. You didn't have to wait for him to die. You shared in whatever your father had, your family had. So, now, let's put that in context of what Paul was writing in Romans 8.15. You receive the spirit of adoption. When we are adopted by Christ, we automatically are entitled to all the rights, privileges, and benefits of being a child of Christ, a child of God. We're a child of God, and we're a brother and sister of Christ because Christ died so that we could be adopted into God's family, right? So that makes Christ our brother, or our brother, and it makes us adopted into the rights, heirs, benefits, privileges, everything that God has to offer. We don't have to wait until death to receive any of those entitlements. You see, when we seek to pray and we seek things for our families or health or um, whatever, our supplications that we go to the throne of Christ and we we pray with a repentant heart. God has the option of helping us, healing us, entitling us to whatever because we're heirs right now. You know, it's not like um it's not like these kids running around that uh their parents are gazillionaires and they're like well when my dad dies i'm gonna inherit everything no we've inherited it already we've got it christ died to wash away our sins and adopted us into the family that was our adoption process you see we didn't have to go fill out the paper and pay ten thousand dollars or whatever we were adopted christ washed away our sins dipped his finger in the blood and put a mark on our forehead and we are forever cleansed and in the family of God. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, that's beautiful, the context of adoption versus adoption today. We take so much for granted because we don't look back. We 
We, we apply Scripture under the, under the lens of how we live today, but we don't understand why and how it was written at the time. Adoption today, just, you know, you've adopted into the family, and we get the benefits when the father dies. But here, everything is washed away. Our sins are washed away. Our past is washed away. We are children in the family of God. So, I know that was kind of a quick one, but you know, like I said, today I drove two hours to go to a place to sit, and I sat with many, many people who are in a family, a different family. And you know it's funny <clears throat> sitting there amongst people that are my brothers and sisters in a different way. I didn't hear any judgment about my tattoos. I didn't hear any condemnation about anything about me. A lot of the people sitting there had tattoos with me. A lot of the people have scars, wounds that you can't see. But you know, we all in that family share that common bond. And when they see my tattoos and they ask, Hey, what is that? I see your tattoo. Tell me what does that mean? That gets the door open. And I get to sit and tell people about how Christ has saved me and my wife. And how today I'm using her sacrifice to tell others about Jesus. And you see... It doesn't matter what we do. The adoption agency in heaven is always open. But it's funny. It's like... There's not a lot of people that want to take God up on it. It's like it's almost too good to be true. And I tell people... About how He's helped me. How He's bore my pain and my grief... And how it were not for him, I may be in a different situation. And it's such a blessing to be standing there talking to people and, and they say to me, God must have put you here today for me because I needed to hear your story. You see, I've lost loved ones too. Recently, I've lost loved ones. Yes, I heard that today.
It's a broken world, people. It's a broken, broken world. How many of you out there, if you're drowning, wouldn't like it if, wouldn't want somebody to come by and throw you a life jacket? It doesn't hurt to be kind to people. And the beauty of it is the love of Christ and grace is free. It's free to everybody. Wouldn't it be amazing if you just saw people got saved and like a light bulb on their head for forever, a cross hovering over them for forever. Wouldn't it be neat if you could walk around and see, oh, okay, that person's been saved and that person hadn't. And I don't know. Maybe that's coming one day. Who knows? But anyway, be nice, people. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what people have been through. Some people just need a hug. They just need to talk. They need to know that their family is out there for them. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. I hope you all have a great, wonderful, and blessed day.